This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA with close to 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Callie Milliman, and I'm pretty excited about today's episode. The Ontario SPCA has recently launched a brand new campaign, and it's Year of the Northern Dog. We want to get the rundown on what this campaign's all about, and maybe a little bit about how you can get involved. We are joined today by Daryl Viancourt. He's the Senior Director of Humane Programs and Community Outreach here at the Ontario SPCA. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me today on the podcast. We're really excited to be talking about this this program that quite honestly is really growing rapidly day by day. You know, the list of partners that we have and the and the phone is is definitely ringing. Our email inbox is full. A lot of people want to be involved. That's so exciting. You know, when new programs and campaigns are launched, of course, your hope is that it has great uptake. And I think naturally this one has uh, done just that. So, you know, we want to get a little bit of information from you, Daryl, in terms of, you know, what is the purpose of Year of the Northern Dog? The overarching goal that we're trying to achieve is, is to bring awareness. For those of us who are in this business, in animal welfare, we're pretty in tune to some of the challenges that are in the province. And when you go north, and the more remote a community, the more challenging access to services are. So if you can imagine, there's some places that they have to fly into. There's no road access. So we're quick to hear about the challenges uh, the humans face for their children, their family. But there's also the pets and the cats and, and those furry friends that they have that are living with them. So to gain access to uh, vet services... Uh, reasonably priced food. Uh, we've heard, um, you know, through our research that a bag of dog food in the north could be as much as $90. So we're trying to show uh, the province and beyond that those challenges exist. And if we can bring awareness to it, we should be able to bring a lot of interested people and partners to help find some solutions. If we can figure out ways to get food and services to those communities. Uh, That's one piece. But then we need the person who has that airplane. Sometimes we need boats. Sometimes we need to leverage. We're even talking about using train services. So bringing awareness, making sure people recognize that, yeah, we are 2018. And when you're in the GTA area, there's a, a set of challenges here. But when you get up north, it changes and it gets very, very challenging. So while we are the Ontario SPCA and and we work mostly province-based, this campaign is sort of focused on a a more national level. So, you know, why is the campaign needed, do you feel, right now in in Canada? That's another great question. So we half joke about it, but we're half serious. It's similar to uh, the idea that, uh, you know, animals that are in the north are uh, somewhat immune to things like heartworm. And uh, these diseases that are carried by mosquitoes, well, they don't, mosquitoes don't stop at the border. And the challenges that are in the north don't stop at the Ontario border. Mm -hmm. We have had people reach out to us from Manitoba and Quebec, which is very natural because they're our neighbours. But this problem is persistent throughout all of Canada. Our team has looked into it. So we are positioning ourselves to be able to help with those problems. Now it's a big problem and we're going to need a lot of support, but we're trying to get to ourselves to a place to be the leaders to uh, find some solutions. 
So earlier, Daryl, you mentioned a little bit about some of the challenges that these communities face. And as you mentioned, of course, food. Um, And so, you know, we kind of want to get an idea of what the work is that the Ontario SPCA currently does in these northern communities. So we're bringing food up to these communities when necessary. You know, what else what else are we sort of contributing and, and assisting with? Well, we've worked very closely with our friends down at the uh, Welland SPCA, of course, uh, North Bay, our friends in Timmins. We've done a lot of work up uh, to this point and, and for several years now. One of the very important factors is we're happy to do what we can in communities that want our help, uh, want some assistance, want uh, some advice. You know, if a community feels that uh, we shouldn't be there, that's fine too. Uh, we, we can move on. There's plenty of work in the north. So we've delivered food. We've been to different communities in support of Welland, for example, when they do wellness they have led the charge in places like Wimikong, where uh, First Nations on Manitoulin, where they spend an entire week doing spay neuters and uh, wellness. Wow. So that work has happened. The Ontario SPCA, uh, along with Peterborough Humane Society, North Bay again, Sarnia, we've flown, uh, I believe it was 59 dogs from a remote flying community all the way down to Peterborough. So there's been uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I think you had mentioned that earlier. So we're doing a lot of things. Sometimes it's just communicating. Um, We have a lot of contacts throughout the province. So for example, Beat the Heat Kenora, who are angels in the Northwest, sometimes it's just making sure they connect with the people in those areas. We don't always have to do all the heavy lifting. Okay, so that kind of brings me seamlessly to our next question, which is basically just sort of getting an idea about how, I'm sure there's different ways, but how do we get connected to these northern communities? Because I'm curious, is it us reaching out and sort of saying, hey, do you need do you need assistance or help? Or are they coming to us, combination of the two? What we've planned from a departmental perspective, that's the dry stuff, right, is We believe this is going to be very organic. So, of course, you have a relationship with, you know, a group over in this area of Ontario. We have relationships with uh, First Nation communities in the north. And quite honestly, we want to talk to them about, is there anybody else that we should be talking to? So we're growing our network. We, uh, we are making the steps to reach out. And of course, the Year of the Northern Dog and the northerndog.ca, that website is a tool that we're hoping to leverage for um, a center point for people to gather for resources because there are resources if you want to get involved. We are talking about how we're going to leverage possibly some social media tools to have the conversation continue. So we see it as very, very, it's organized. Uh, It's an organized approach to networking, but we do see the growth as organic. Now, if anyone wants to head to the website while they're listening here, they can visit northerndog.com. Right, Daryl? Absolutely. Well, the Year of the Northern Dog is uh, what everybody can uh, search on uh, whatever platform they choose. It's a wonderful website. It's again, it's got those resources and we want people to sign up. We have a a newsletter uh, tool. We want to hear from everybody. Uh, We have team members that are ready to answer the phone and and reply to those questions. Awesome. So we're going to hop into a really quick commercial break here, folks. Go check out that website while you're having a listen here. Go subscribe for their newsletter so that you can keep up to date on all of their news. We'll be back with Daryl for a little bit more right after this. 
Did you know the Ontario SPCA has an adoption program created by the ASPCA called Meet Your Match? This fun initiative pairs potential adopters with dogs or cats based on their personality. It's like eHarmony for pets. When you take the online Meet Your Match survey, you'll receive a colour based on your personality and lifestyle. On your next visit to one of the Ontario SPCA Adoption Centres, the staff will take your results and help match you up with your perfect pet. For more information on Meet Your Match, please visit meetyourmatch.ontarioSPCA.ca. And welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. We are still joined here by Daryl. He is giving us the whole rundown on the Northern a Year of the Northern Dog campaign that was launched earlier this year with the Ontario SPCA. Before the break, Daryl, you gave us a really great idea of, you know, what the campaign encompasses, what some of the things the Ontario SPCA does to assist with these northern communities. And so as we sort of get a better idea of maybe how people can get involved and and what uh, types of transfers take place with the with the campaign, I'm wondering how frequently the Ontario SPCA sort of goes up to these communities and does these transfers. I mean, I understand that there's the food that goes up for assistance at times. You mentioned the mobile spay-neuter clinics, and then, of course, animal transfers as well. So how often and how frequently does that happen? Well, I suspect we could go every week, probably a few times a week. There's plenty of demand. We are, um, our goal is to help as much as we can. Uh, but again, even though uh, we are the Ontario SPCA, we, we, we need help just like anybody else. So we want to make sure that we fold in people who are passionate. There's a lot of great work that's happening up in the north from some pretty amazing people already. So again, you're the northern dog, uh, the idea of a network of people that are working together. Uh, it'll take some coordination. We talked about that organic growth. Uh, somebody has to lead that charge. We are the right organization to do that. We are the people who need to be doing this and showing our partners that this is something we're very, very good at. But to have something that maybe we can't touch, but is exceptionally effective is something that can happen. I think this is something a lot of people can feel very passionate about and, and can really oh, yeah. get behind. And yeah. so I imagine a lot of our listeners right now are going to want to sign up for that newsletter. Again, visit the website to to do that so that you can stay on top of what's happening with the transfers and what's going on with the reach to the north. And also, if you think I might be one of those people, you know, perhaps you're sitting here listening and thinking, I know right. so-and-so or I've got a friend who does this and you may become a great resource. And this is exactly what you're talking about, Daryl, is we're meeting these people along the way that become uh, amazing tools, resources for us to, to uh, utilize and, and continue to expand and grow the, the campaign. It's so well said. And I'm glad you brought it up. The, the idea of leveraging people's passion. We're in a business where people are exceptionally passionate in a very good way, very healthy way. So people may be listening, thinking, well, how do I make a difference? Of course, go to the website. We really want people to go to the website. But how do they help? Uh, I envision things like when we do a wellness in partnership with Welland and where we head up to Timmins and we're up in the Constance Lake area that we need help with scribing notes. It is uh, one of the jobs that needs to be done and we could really use help with those details. We are uh, often stopping en route. So if someone lives in the Hearst area and we happen to be going through and we may need a few extra 
hands to walk those dogs because we got to make sure that you know they get a break and they they're properly taken care of so those, people can help in a in a myriad of different ways so absolutely please sign up for the newsletter send us an email give us a call we'll find a place in our family for you that's awesome. Now let's get talking about the furry friends because let's be honest, that's what we all want to know about. I know that when we do these northern transfers, we see adult dogs, we see litters of puppies coming in. They are extremely cute, by the way, for anybody yeah. who hasn't uh, had a chance to check out our website and see some of the pictures. Um, I mean, what puppies aren't. Yeah. But the question is, you know, a lot of people are ready to maybe even open their homes and adopt to an animal that's coming from the north. So when we bring the animals from these transfers, which which animal centers do they end up going to? They will go to every animal center that wants to be involved. Again, if, if people don't want to be part of this project, that's okay too. Everybody's very, very busy and has a lot of different priorities. Of course, uh, the Ontario SPCA has its own centers. We have nearly uh, 50 affiliates that are out all over the province. Uh, we want to make sure we work with them. We are working with uh, local rescues. Uh, we're working with uh, satellite adoption centers. So we're hoping to allow everyone access to these animals because earlier we talked about the challenges in the north. Well, when it's appropriate to have the animals come south, and that's a decision of the community, there are so many good rehoming opportunities down south. You know, we do have places that occasionally, not often, need a few dogs in their shelter. They may have, you know, one or two and they have room for five or six. So we want to make sure that we're allowing these dogs that, that opportunity that they so desperately deserve. That's awesome. And you know what, I think it's a great opportunity to quickly mention, um, you know, if you're looking for an animal up for adoption through the Ontario SPCA, visit the website ontariospca.ca and you just click the green adopt button. You can check out the animals that are available there for adoption. And we always say check back frequently because they can change at any given time. As Daryl's mentioning, you know, we we sort of uh, hop on the, on the train, on the bus, on wherever we need to, to go get these animals at any given time. So uh, we can have animals coming up for adoption all the time. So make sure to check back frequently. But jumping back in to get a little more info from you here, Daryl. Uh, now, are there some sort of education programs or some some sort of um, portion to this campaign and to the program through the North where an education portion comes into play? Absolutely. Uh, you know, that is part of our uh, core mandate as the Ontario SPCA. We, we want to make sure that we provide almost like um, a full circle of services. So we want to make sure people, um, you know, have humane education. We want to talk to them about uh, the appropriate treatment of animals, what they need to be cared for. We're very fortunate here. We have Shelter Health and Wellness Department that helps uh, guide us through some of the medical pieces that we all need to know. So again, when we're in a community, if the priority is humane education, then darn it all, we're, we're going to gather up those people to bring that to their doorstep. And if we can't do it, we're going to find somebody who can. Right. So if it's adoption, maybe they need help with bylaws. Uh, as an example, there's a lot of knowledge in this building and a lot of expertise that we can help find solutions for those aspects. 
Okay, that's kind of cool because it's yeah. great to know <laughs> that. Cool. Yeah, it's great to know that we um, on all of these maybe different topics or subject matters that maybe some of these communities just don't have the experience with and they don't even know where to start. Maybe that's how we're going in and assisting. It may not even necessarily be physically helping animals on the ground, but maybe it's more an education side of things where we're providing them information so that they're able to sort of keep their community safe or whatever it is that they're looking to improve. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very well said. That's awesome. So obviously we must know of a few examples maybe where we've seen a positive change from some of this education being implemented. There's more than I I can uh, gather up in my mind right now, but I'll go back to the work that's been done in Wick-Wimikong by Wellen. Now we've been in a supportive role there and that's very appropriate too. We, We don't have to be driving the bus every single time, but we... What we've seen them achieve is a community that's embraced what they're trying to achieve. So there's spay-neuter, there's wellness, they're consistent, they're on a community every year. They've created these lasting relationships. And when you talk to the folks from Welland, who are wonderful partners, there's been a change to some of the approaches to animal welfare and, you know, adoptions and, uh, you know, caring for an animal and those types of things. Impacts like those aren't often overnight. Uh, Those things tend to take some time, but um, a wonderful example of a positive outcome. That's great. And I think I think that's a really good point to make too is that this all takes time. This doesn't happen overnight and it takes uh, it takes a whole group of people and, and people from all over, which is again what you've sort of been saying time and time again throughout the podcast here today is is all of the partners. So I think this is a good opportunity to thank all of those partners that come on board uh, you know each and every time or when when you pick up the phone and give them a call and they say, you know what we'll be there. We're, we're coming to help you out this time. Special thanks to partners like North Star Air, Northern Spay Neuter Program and Northern Reach who are all helping to make the work possible and for anybody who has uh, had an opportunity to help out uh, the Ontario SPCA with any of their work in the north, uh, thank you and we we look forward to working with you more and more as we continue to expand and grow this program and this campaign. One more time, the website for all the information and more is northerndog.com and this is where people can go for more information on getting involved as well, right? It's definitely the first uh, jumping point for everybody, anybody who wants to get involved. So, and call us, email us, we're, we're happy to help. Great. That's a perfect way to keep following this campaign and program, guys. That way you can watch how we expand and grow and maybe even get involved yourself. Thank you so much, Daryl, for sharing all of this information with us and sort of kicking off the Year of the Northern Dog program for all of our listeners who hopefully now will go sign up and get involved. Well, thank you, Kelly, very much. Guys, this has been a great episode of Animals Voice Podcast. Of course, we want you to subscribe to the podcast and check us out on iTunes. We will see you next time for another great episode. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the animal's voice.